Kick the tires, light the fires, my man. <laughs> Kick the tires, light the fires. Where'd that come from? What movie? I have no idea. What's that from? Top Gun, bro. Wow. Throwback. Yeah. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is Ho. Oh, H to the OV. I used to move snowflakes by the OZ. I guess even back then you can call me CEO of the ROC. Ho. Fresh out the frying pan into the fire. I be the music man's number one supplier. Flyer Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Life with Football. It's been a while. My brother Tim Smith, how you been? How you been? How you doing? What's up, man? It's been too long, man. Too many wires on this. Too many wires. A whole bunch of crap going on. Yep. I got four kids. I got another kid since the last podcast. I I don't know when the last episode was. It might have been, what do you think, April? Yeah, before. 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 Yeah. Luca was born in June. Four months old. That was a whirlwind, bro. Of course, man. Four, four kids. Four it's kids. Intense, yeah. Two, two of the same age. Like, that has got just double double whammies right there. I just feel myself aging, like, in my face. <laughs> yeah. Bro. Yeah, I understand completely. It's tough, but... I look at myself every day and, like, man, it's another minute, or, you know, another minute older. <laughs> That's you can it. see the gray hair coming out of my face. I got to start on my beard, man. It's kind of depressing, but it's all good. That's what life is about, right? It's all good. You got to keep it buzzed down, though. That's all. We got another episode, Life with Football. We're back. Kyle Smith, Tim Smith. Tim's in, Indi- uh, in New York. I'm in Indiana. Westfield, representing the Shamrocks. Shamrock. Um, solid. I've been to two Shamrock games so far this year. They're pretty solid, man. Some of the content that you put out is just fantastic. Just that video from last week at Westfield, that that was awesome. Appreciate awesome. it. Appreciate it. Yeah, I like, uh, we got a little flow going. I got Becca going with me, my wife. And the content has kind of changed from, you know, the highlight creative, which is still there. Yeah. Putting that together, putting the highlight stuff together, but going more vlog style, ver- uh, documenting versus creating and getting a different like behind the scenes perspective as she's carrying the 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 camera, just a different lens, man. I'm trying to do something different. So it was it was cool, man. Seeing it from a different it was you know it was perfect. Yeah, seeing you like like you said, rush around like trying to get the camera out. Of course, you know you had to wait for the last second to get the camera. Yeah, out. scramble drill every time, dude. <laughs> Kickoffs yep. at seven, we pull up to the parking lot like six fifty four. You know what I'm saying, like. Getting it together. And you have a special ability. Sorry to cut you off. You have a, an ability to be like, it doesn't seem like you're rushing until you really got to rush. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what? As I do more research on people with like ADHD, stuff like that, yeah. that is an official trait of somebody of yeah. that. Like waiting to the last minute, but being smooth and figuring out. Like if I could ever yeah. prepare and get myself together, then I think we're in good shape. Yeah. I think that preparation is, to all success and some you know what i mean i mean think about it that's it you, you gotta work hard and just be successful you know what i'm saying it's the way it rolls that's life that's it and consistency like that's my biggest yeah. my struggle and i know that's the key like if we did this every week we need to every week and continue yeah. content build on top of it build on top of it get responses engage with the community build 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 
and it goes. It's just got to be consistent. That's all. It's my weakness. So we're sitting out in front of Ross State Stadium with a booth before the games on Saturday. <laughs> in a booth. <laughs> Welcome in. Just slide in like Collinsworth, man. Yeah. That'd be fantastic. Who knows? One day. Speaking of the oh. boilers, Purdue Boilermakers, you know if you're on the show, we got two big, big Purdue Boilermaker fans. One of the bigger weekends in Purdue football recent history this yeah. past Saturday. Purdue Boilermakers take down number two ranked Iowa Hawkeyes in Iowa. Is it Iowa City? In Iowa City. Yeah. Um, David Bell, another sick, sick game, has like just separated himself as he always does in big games, especially against Iowa. Yeah, Did you see those stats that they threw threw up like his career yeah. against the Hawkeyes? Three straight seasons just doing it to them. Big Twice work. in their home field. Big work. I think um, – yeah. What would you say, where does this rank to Ohio State in, what was that, three years ago? Yeah, with Rondell. Rondell Moore, Ohio State win. Ohio State was number two, home, night game. What do you think? What's your reaction? I mean, that Ohio State game had something else, too, with the Tyler Trent stuff. You know what I mean? Right. That was just, that whole night was, I think because that was the first time that it's happened, you know what I mean, in so long. Right, so that one really stood out. But right. for some reason, what they did on Saturday was, I feel, equal to or probably better than. I mean, going on the road, beating the number two team in the country, that's just – and the way they did it. I mean, yeah, David Bell, offense, amazing. But the defense has been just fantastic, man, all year, and they really played it out. They, you know, they balled out on Saturday big time. Lights out. I want to go to the defensive stats here. We got yeah. stat leaders. Purdue defense, I think it was 85 points against so far, which is second in the Big Ten versus yeah. the absolute Swiss cheese hole of a defense from last year. Yeah. Huge contrast. Yeah. So as Brom and the and the QBs and everybody's figuring out earlier in the year, I think the defense has been a, a pillar and gives them the ability to compete and win late in games. Yeah. What did you think about the three quarterbacks? I think it was key for key to have a bye week in between because if you don't if you don't have that bye week in between and you try and in, in implement a three quarterback system and within four days Tuesday Wednesday Thursday Friday it's going to be trouble and even Brom said on the in the post game that he struggled with it a little bit not the post game I think it was Monday or Tuesday of his press conference but he mentioned yeah, yeah. like it's a it's it's a lot going on you saw um, Aiden O'Connell. Like him, him and Brom kind of go back and forth. I feel like he put the yeah. Q, put the UCLA dude in for like a play he wasn't supposed to be in, and that's just a guess. Yeah. But they were bickering back and forth. Yeah, healthy stuff. But uh, it worked, man. They had a plan early on. I think it had Iowa on their heels, and um, they got in the end zone at least once because of that yeah. whole scenario. You know, what do you, what would you say? I uh, I agree, man. I think I think also too looking looking down the road. I mean, you're right. Having that bye week gave them that week, and then the next week of full practice with it. So they're already two weeks ahead, so they can keep modifying it and doing different things with it. But, um, I mean, clearly, Brom is done with Aiden O'Connell when it's time to throw the ball. You know what I mean? He's just been super accurate. Kid played his butt off on Saturday, too. I mean, I think he was 30 for 40. And, you know. Dang, 30 for 40? I didn't know that. 
yeah, he was just on it, man. So he he deserves it. He's uh, he's the guy, you know. I I think, but Plummer and Burton, it's good to see them on the field, and I just like the dynamic of the whole thing. Yeah, they need change up when you have number number three out there. It's just come on. No question. And it was good to see like the premier players getting the touches. And that's, I think that's one thing Brom does well is that it's no, no secret that who he wants to get the ball to, and he's going to find ways to do that. And I think they did that with Iowa. Now I will also say, I believe one of the the reasons that they have a lot of success against Iowa and teams like that is because of the vanilla type schemes that they run. So Iowa, um, you know, the traditional programs, they're going to line up. They're going to line up whatever, four down, two safeties, cover four, cover two, the basic defense, and say yeah. our fundamentals are going to be better than yours, and we're going to ball out and play. So I yeah. feel like someone like Brom and, and the non-traditional offense and just this offensive prowess, especially yeah. with a bye week, can scheme that yeah. up, and I think he has success against teams like that. Yeah, let me just say one about what you just said, too, about the teams and stuff like that, the Manoa scheme. I agree, but – this this year, even the last since David Bell's been there, the three seasons, no matter what, I think, and I I can't believe I'm going to say this because we're talking about the Boilers, but the athletic ability has grown to where this past Saturday, for the first time in forever, I could say Purdue was more athletic, and I thought they were a better team than Iowa. Right. Yeah, I mean, even with the guys knocked out and Horvath and, you know, just the people yeah. replacing, you had Bell. I think Sheffield looked different. Um, yeah. Sheffield looked and different. I think, I think that's key to Sheffield because of defensive time, kind of, the, kind, you know, kind of shut down Durham a little bit in the tight end game. So Sheffield's been that, you know, slot receiver inside guy, catching those, trying to get those first downs on third down. You know what I mean? That change up. Yep. And, yeah. uh, you know, defense is on another story. Karloft is an absolute beast. Jay, is it yeah. Jalen Graham, right? Yeah. Jalen Graham's my favorite player on the, on the, on Purdue right now. Other than yeah. the boys, David Bell, Karloftis, they're there. Yeah. But Jalen Graham plays, bro. Plays. Yeah. He had that, he, if he would have picked that off, um, grab that. That's a pick six. That would have been yep. a, a statement, statement play for them yep. in the defense, man. I agree, man. And he's been solid the whole season. I mean, I think he's a little undersized at times, right? Is he though? He looks like an absolute <laughs> freak, but maybe he, he is. is. I don't know. Like you can see, but he plays, bro. I mean, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Karloftis is just ridiculous, dude. I mean, yep. I, that guy's a freak. Three sacks on the game, right? Yeah, um, bro, they are triple teaming him, and he's still causing, he's still wrecking the game. Yeah, boys are moving, so we're looking ahead. Got what got the Badgers next week, um, which you mentioned earlier this week. They're a different kind of Wisconsin Badgers, right? I mean, what are your thoughts? Agreed. How confident are you for the Saturday? Uh-huh. I'm I'm feeling very confident, but I will say all all that needs to be posted in that locker room is. 14 straight. Okay. It's time. This is the change. This is our chance. Strike with the iron top, man. Kick them all the down. Screw it. Get the dub. I don't care if it's 6-3 or 48-7. Let's just get it. We owe it to them, and We owe it to the oh, everybody in Rutgers Stadium, bro. No doubt. That's 14 straight losses that you're referring to. Wisconsin yep. over the Boilers for 14 straight years, which is insane. And what we get back to, when was the last time they won? 2000 and 
six, maybe 2007. I, I didn't look at, at what game that was, but um, yeah. that's a big streak. So we're looking for that to get knocked off this week. We got family day coming up Saturday. I'm going up with Leo, my four year old. We're going to chill, be absolute fans. Hopefully they got a little extra doing extra going there, but um, it'll be fun. It'll be fun. It'll be sold out. It'll be electric, man. Three o'clock. Lights will be on. Big Ten Network. That's it. Action packed. What else you got for the uh, for the Boilermakers? Anything? This statement game. This is a statement game. I and you would think Iowa number two is a statement game, right? This is something personal. I, I think these upsets and like one-offs with kicking off number two, obviously, like we talked about, has happened before in, in Brahms' tenure. It's now it's can we build on that and uh, do a couple extra things and finish off a season strong? Still a shot for for the Big Ten West. Um, Iowa needs to get knocked off another another notch, right? Or they have one loss as well. Wow. Yeah, they well now they have one loss, right? So let's just win games. But we also just have win. a schedule, Michigan State, Ohio State, but that'll be in future weeks. But let's yeah. just get this done. <laughs> let's get rid of the 98 curse out of Royal State Stadium. This is the one, bro. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Boilers are looking good for this week. We'll see what happens. Get it. Turn our attention to the big boys, the pros in the NFL. So ESPN came out this week with a um, ESPN power rankings. I'm going to read you the top five teams. And I want to get a little reaction from you, see what you think. Gotcha. What would you say if you if you were to say the uh, top ten, top five teams right now in the NFL, what would be your off the top of the head? Well, the obvious ones are, for me, it's the Cardinals. All right, so, all right, so here we go. My bad. That's so you cheated, bad. bro. You're looking at it right now. No, no, no. no. I was getting texted by the wife, bro. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, top All right, five so, teams in the NFL. What do you got? Sam Cardinals. I hate to say the Rams, but the, and they they just kicked the poop right out of the you know everything big blue. But we won't get into that it's too heartbreaking. Yep. So I would say the Rams. I like the Bucks at three, but uh, who else? You got anybody else? I'm really trying. I like the Bengals too, man. What are they? I think they're at four and two. Bengals are I like climbing. I love Joe Burrow. I think he's uh, he, he has. I don't want to get too crazy, but he does have that little Montana swag on him. Right. You know what I mean? Like nothing phases him. They're young and uh and exciting. So you yeah. got three out of the top five teams that ESPN listed. Number five is the boys. Cowboys are listed on there oh. for number five. <laughs> I'll tell you what, man. We can't stand them, but they're looking pretty solid, man. My boy Dak is having one of the best seasons that he's had. Zeke is healthy. They got they're doing and it. And the guy and and Diggs is just ridiculous. Yeah, I mean pick after pick. It hurts me to say, but they are legit. And you know, I I I can't. You know, barring injuries, they'll you know they're one of the better top two teams in the NFC. They're gonna battle, and they probably have one of the better defenses, right, out of these teams. Yeah, absolutely. More performance. And yep. you know that's going to be important in the playoffs. So then we got number four, Tommy and the boys, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yep. Um, you listed them. That's an obvious one. They're rolling. You can never you can never count them out. No matter what the situation is, they're going to be there at the end. Never. Never. If they're never. score down, if they're two scores down, you take a look and Brady's on the freaking bench with his eyes up and yep. got the evil look going. It's there. He's yep. ready to go. You never know. There you go. 
Number three, the Rams. I think uh, Stafford looks freaking sweet on the on yeah, the yeah. in the blue and gold there. Um, you know, him and Cooper Cup are just all of a sudden automatic yeah. chemistry. I've they never seen go. anything like that. And Cooper Cup catches everything. Stafford looked like he he was literally like just floating around the field at MetLife Stadium and throwing dimes all over. It was unbelievable. <laughs> like, what was that? <laughs> just playing with people, man. It looked like flag football. And then, um, so number two, who you haven't mentioned yet, is probably the most exciting to me at QB that nobody's really talking about because it's upstate New York is freaking the Buffalo Bills. Yeah. yeah. So Josh Especially Allen. In this part of New York, there's no talking about the Bills. Right. Shocked. They just run silent, and they are going to be there again. Weren't they in the AFC Championship last year? Uh, yeah, they lost to Kansas City. Lost to Kansas, Kansas City. Kansas City struggle busting a little bit, right? Yep. Now. Yeah, they are. Um, so I think they're going. I think they'll be there again in the talk, in the I conversation. Agree. And then at the top, Kyler Murray and the boys, the Arizona Cardinals. There's one thing. It just scares me that yes, they're the most explosive team in football to me yeah. at this point. Yeah. Our boy Rondell Moore's on the roster. Um, yeah. You know, Hopkins, the QB. I mean, everybody involved just looks like yeah. 100 miles just an hour. Decker. Right. Did they? I forgot about that. Yep. Wow. And he was on the free agent while you were on Fantasy League, but we'll get to that at a different point. <laughs> so it might be now. Dang, solid pickup. Um, yeah. But what's their defense like is my question. You know what I'm saying? Right. I mean, it's led by J.J. Watt, so, yeah. you know, Chandler Jones. They're rushing the pass, so they're getting after it, and they're nasty, too. And they got some uh, – Isaiah Simmons, they got some athletes in the back end. They're big and nasty up front. I think the Cardinals are the real deal, you know what I mean? But right. it's all barring injury, even though – and Kyler Murray is just – he's another guy. Like, there's certain people you can say things about, but you, I've never seen anybody play the position – or the game, for that matter, like Kyler Murray. Right. Right. He's a different athlete. He's a different player. And that shocked NFL teams, too. They're not, you know. That's a fact. That's a fact. I think uh, it's different football. It's kind of like, I guess the Chiefs were years ago when when they, when they came on the scene. You know what I mean? This exciting, yeah. fast-paced thing. But I think, as always, in the NFL – when the playoffs come out and they're close games, man, it all it all comes down to the defense a lot of times. I think a lot too, uh, Kyle is right. We dismissed they did play eighteen game, uh, sixteen games last year, right? Corona season, a lot of crap went down. No, no, no off season last year. This time they're coming back into a full year, and a lot. And the preseason is such a sketchy time where these NFL teams, week six, week seven, they're just starting to find it. The Kansas City Chiefs, if we broke down their roster, their off- offensive line is three-quarter, you know, it's almost completely different. Right. So they're still gelling. So the teams like that are also, you know, you could be looking at two down the road. Very true. It could be somebody right outside of these uh, top five. You never freaking know, man. Yeah. And I like Tennessee, too, because Derrick Henry's a beast. Yeah, absolute beast. He's doing it every <laughs> night. Agree. He's doing it every night. I think finally, for me personally, you know, so much stuff has been going on with the new baby and all this action. I'm busy on the weekends, but I finally got a chance to watch some football this weekend and Monday, and I'll be back. I think I'm back. Becca, the my wife, has been running the fantasy team and crushing it as usual. We just beat you that's, this week. That's why you guys win. Yeah, simple as that. But um, yep. I'll be back in there, back engaged. Um, so, yeah, it's all that's going it. on. Go ahead. All that's Sorry. going on. 
Sundays are good. Sundays are fun. The lawn is growing. They got the seed out there. It's looking green. Finally. Yeah, mine's not. <laughs> Struggling a little? <laughs> I haven't touched it since March, bro. Like seed or anything. Yeah. No fall renovation? Nothing, bro. That's tough, man. Just me and my leaf blower. <laughs> the high-powered leaf blower. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we just wrapped up. Um, if if you don't know, so Platform Sports League's partner up with Collectively Evolving. We have our uh, seven-on-seven slash flag football league that we run. Uh, we just finished up Tiny Tikes this past Sunday, which is a four-week program. Tiny Tikes, four years old, five years old, six-year-olds, um, the fundamentals of football. That's tough, man. Yeah. The four-year-olds yeah. are tough. I mean, it's a lot of it's babysitting, but at the end of the day, it's it's freaking fun. They love it, and they have some fun. But um, one thing I wanted to ask you about, so obviously with me, I had three of our kids, Kendall, Cora, and Leo, in Tiny Tikes, and – Leo is is the boy, and I I struggle, I battle with yeah. him just because he's right now he's just not the most attentive four four year old. Not that you would expect <laughs> that, but um, you know, you just have your expectation when you walk in and and coaching your kid. And I could just imagine what it's like for high school coaches, even college, you know, to have your kid on the team. Your uh, Parker, my nephew, your son is what is that in? Is it second year of football or third? Uh- it's his second year. It's his third season of flag, though. He played two seasons last year at five. And this was like yeah, the first cool. year where actually, like, you were truly a coach on the team, right? The other times you were kind year. of. Right. Yeah, this year. What is, um, and he kind of struggled with that a little bit, like, as far yeah, as you I mean, and criticizing and instructing. Like, give me a little bit of background around that. Well, that started in baseball. I mean, we did T ball in the gym. In the height of Corona, that I think that was 2020. So we were in there probably March, like right before we got shut down, pretty much. Um, and he he begged me one night. He's like, you know, Dad. He's like, could you coach everybody, not just me? And right there, I was kind of like, all right, let me just. That's a kick know, to the gut. Back. So yeah, when it came to football that next season, Teresa was like, do you want to sign up to coach? And I was like, yeah. I was like, let Parker go out with another, you know, another coach and learn and make some friends. And that's what he did. And it paid off. It was good. That's good. Yeah. And then he this year, what? Sketch. What happened? And then this year, you're saying, right? This year, it, it was a transition. As soon as we were ready to stop playing baseball, he was all about it, man. He wanted to be outside, even, you know, outside in the front, catching, hitting, doing whatever. And then. You know, we've always been in the mix of football, doing like the speed ladder and stuff like that. And shit, man, he's locked and loaded, dude. He's always wants to do is catch the football outside. And when that practice, it showed, man. He really just went after it right away, which I was shocked. That's huge. Yeah. I'm just trying but, to find the balance because I know, like, he's just not there yet. You know what I'm saying? And I, as far as like interest, like obsessed with it and things like that, which yeah. is perfectly fine. But it's more or less the finding the balance and not shoving something down the kid's throat, basically. Amen to, to that. So you know, that's the one thing me and three, even with Lacey, it's always, you know, we want to make sure they're interested in it. You know right. what I mean? Not just putting them in something. If they don't like it, okay, we tried. Right. And but, whatever it is, putting things in place to kind of support them just to, just to chase it, man. Yeah. If it's freaking playing the flute, if it's whatever, checkers. <laughs> business 
That's what right. I'm basically doing is trying to build something to, to create any avenue that we want to go. And if they want to get involved, they want to get involved. But really nowadays, I mean, you know, it's literally any interest that you have, you can create around that and create something yep. that you could stick with and actually bring in revenue for somehow, some way. My man, that's Gary V, that's it. My man, Gary V had something called the, uh, in one of his speeches, he was like, Smurf it up, right? So basically, if you wanted to, if you like the freaking Smurfs, you can yeah. sit there and create a podcast, create content around the Smurfs, around you talking about the Smurfs, and come up with sponsors, toy companies, whatever, that can get you 70 grand a year to just talk about yeah. the freaking Smurfs, man. So, like, literally anything is out there. And I just encourage anybody that's listening to understand that. It's so hard to understand yeah. because of our mentality and we're kind of stuck in the middle of these generations where you just thought you go to school get your job get the paycheck and that's how it goes but you don't freaking get rich by that not that i'm trying to get rich but creating and doing something you love and yeah. you have the ability to kind of create revenue around that agreed 100 percent, man just go so. for it go for it Go for it. If anybody, so my big thing is anybody's listening, uh, tweet at us right now. It's KY underscore Smith. Let me know what age, what age do kids hit the switch if they are sports fans? And should I chill out on my four-year-old or not, basically? Um, what age they become interested? What age do you think it's suitable for kids to get involved in those sports and get going? Um any comments, any thoughts around NFL, NCAA, Big Ten specifically, and, of course, the Purdue Boilermakers. That's the kind of stuff we'll get here. We'll have some more interviews, uh, guests getting into different topics. Um, my big thing is the mentality around the game of football and the anxieties around that, freaking not necessarily the 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 studs, the five stars. It's it's the other guys, the other guys on the team that are battling for roles, battling for their starting job. They got hair coming out of their head after every practice like mine, after, uh, yeah. coming out to the helmet. That's a lot of conversations, a lot of stories within that. So that's some things that we're going to try and dig into, get some people on the podcast and talk about. What else you got, bro? No, oh, man. This just play golf it'll make everybody happier what's uh what's how many how many times have you golfed this summer or this season i'm, I'm right at 29 so this saturday will be 30 wow that's impressive yeah. bro as i, I got as a wife we're up to up to the neck in diapers and and bottles and whatever i think i've been out yep. twice this season good for we're you we're just in different times as kids, bro. You know what I mean? You're still in diapers. I'm way past that. I'm I'm at the stage where, all right, see you guys later. That's the truth. That's the truth. <laughs> all is good. We got um PSL, Platform Sports League, sectionals, uh, high school playoffs start this Friday. Um, we're going to be at 3A Burbuff versus uh, 3A West Lafayette High School down here at Burbuff. They're both Nope, I'm not undefeated. I think West Lafayette's undefeated. Burbuff's lost, I think, one game or two. I'm not sure. But um, they got some talent. It'll be a nice, nice first-round matchup. From what I'm hearing, whoever wins that is going to make it all the way to the state final. And and then the next week starts 6A. So the big schools are off for a week, and then they kick it off. Um, yeah. Kick it is off that next West Friday. West Lafayette school is the high school 
Karloftis went to? Yep, right next door. Right yeah. down the road. They're, uh, they were undefeated this year, so I haven't been oh, able nice. to see them yet. So we're going to see what happens. Let's yeah. do it. High school ball. Well, we've been there. Um, and we're going to make the tour, make sure we see see people, see teams that we don't um, haven't seen before. I've also started to get the prospects boards together. If you don't know, um, I was working on class of 2023 today. I have about 60 kids on the data on the spreadsheet. Basically, my goal there is to collect um, a whole bunch of list of names because as a college recruiter, you really don't put any value in guys like me or uh, the the evaluators for media companies, things like that, as far as their rankings and what they believe, they want to see it for themselves. So what I've been trying to do is create a spreadsheet, create a database for these kids, their names, what school they go to, what county they're in, and send those to college programs so they could at least just have the names and know where to go and who to look at uh, some of their highlights to get their own evaluations made. The goal is to get those built for each class coming up from 2023, 24, 25, all that stuff. We got a lot on the table, my friend, but it's coming big time. We're going to be all right. Wisconsin week, bro. Wisconsin week, boiler up. We'll get some wins. The Giants, I can't even talk about. They're they don't even get a mention. We got baseball playoffs. I haven't seen one pitch all year. <laughs> um, no idea what's going on there, but uh, life is good. And we'll be back next week to check in on a recap. Wish everybody the best this weekend. Enjoy life, man. We'll see you next time. Not DOC, but similar to them letters. No one could do it better. I check chatter like a food inspector. My homie Strick told me, dude, finish your breakfast. So that's what I'ma do. Take you back to the dude with the Lexus. Fast forward the jewels and the necklace. Let me tell you dudes what I do to protect this. Shoot at you actors like movie directors. <laughs>